This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What What I'd Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Hannah. Why are you so proper today? (laughs) Because you make me that way. Oh, okay. (laughs) How was your week? It was good. I don't know what happened. I feel like it's been one of those weeks that I feel like it's been a while since I've seen you, but we recorded last Monday. We recorded last Wednesday also. We had a long week. That's true. We we were like supposedly recording three, but we only recorded Tuesday because Monday canceled. We had to re-record Wednesday's episode. So it's just a bunch of... Yes. That's and- why, because we just saw each other all week. All last week. All last week. We have nothing to say about our weeks. Yeah, like I, I pretty much vegged out this weekend. And that's how I was too. So, and then you and I are going to plan a girls' day because, well, we've only hung out with recordings. So. Yeah, because last week was really stressful and we only got one episode out of it. Yeah. And, and it's are... the one you're about to listen to. Yes. And it's a very informative episode. Yeah. This episode's being released on International Women's Day and kicking off National Women's Month. Yes. I did it. Yes, I, I keep, did it. I keep getting them confused. Yes, yes. And apparently I was super mad at her, but yeah. really I wasn't. <laughs> Not mad, but anyway, so we want to tell people about breast cancer awareness. My my friend Gail was diagnosed with breast cancer a few months ago, and she wanted to come on and tell her story. And that's pretty much what the episode is. Her story, she found it on her own, which you'll hear in the episode. But we felt like it was important to share this because it's mostly a women's issue. Men can, you know, be, and they should check themselves too. Right. I mean, it's both uh, issues, but a lot of women, and it's great right. for, not that it's great, but it's good to kick off a woman's month. Yeah. And it's not just an October thing. No, year round, you should do that. Right. It, it, yeah. And I feel like, you know, we do focus on it a lot in October, but it's something that we can kind of focus on outside of that or just like an everyday kind of check yourself, know your body. And if you see a change, go get it checked. Trust your gut. That's for sure. Yes. yes. Trust your boobies. Yep. Your boobies, your gut instinct, everything. Just yes. trust. Yes. Might save a life. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you are informed about the issue. And it's really touching that Gail came on to tell her story, to let us know her experience. So she just finished treatments, but she's still going to have surgery upcoming. And it's just really important to hear it and hear it from her especially yes from her perspective and it it was a very interesting fact to learn about her story because there's so many different stories out there and just to hear it personally I feel I also grew even a little more by listening and talking to her and understanding even more yeah so we hope you guys get informed and enjoy this episode hello everyone we are here with one of my good friends gail who i met through meetup and i feel like i've known you for a little over a year maybe two years now two years yeah that's crazy I, mean, I went to your birthday, that was a year ago and everything. Yeah, it's been a while. So she's going to tell us about breast cancer awareness and um, about finding out that you're diagnosed with breast cancer and when also 
So the thing we want to bring up is March is a women's month. And so this is kind of kicking off that to kind of be aware of your body. So how did you learn that you had breast cancer? I actually had a normal mammogram um, four months before I was diagnosed in June. Um, one day in October, I was watching The View and the hosts were mentioning it was Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And that got me thinking about doing a self-exam because I always I haven't been so diligent about it. So upon doing a self-exam, I felt an area that felt a little harder. Um, thinking it would pass, the little voice inside of my head said, make an appointment. Um, so I did. And upon seeing the specialist, she also felt something was a little off too. And we both agreed um, it was in my best interest to go to radiology. And within two hours, the radiologist confirmed the area was new um, and it was highly suspicious of cancer. I had a biopsy later um, that week. And just a few days after the biopsy, the diagnosis was confirmed that it was an aggressive form of breast cancer. I'm glad you watched the episode. Like that's pretty, you know, like that. You got it in your brain to be like, you know what, we should do this. It was like a sign or something too to make sure. So what happened next after your diagnosis? Because I've been monitored um, by a surgeon for the last several years, I I already had a doctor um, in place. And because of the form of breast cancer, triple negative, and you can look up more information online, um, the next part of the treatment um, was chemotherapy. So within a few days, I met with the medical oncologist. She had a plan laid out in about Two and a half weeks later, I actually started chemotherapy. Once I was diagnosed, before starting chemotherapy, there were multiple steps in place, such as having an echocardiogram, getting a port installed to make the chemo infusions easier, and getting a chemo schedule um, lined up. So the first step in the process was the chemotherapy, and surgery would be coming after the chemotherapy um, concluded. It's really... I'm like just so crazy. much. That's a, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to process, and within those like only few, you know, like weeks slash few weeks. Wow. So when did you start your treatment? So I started my treatments on November eighth. So it was about two and a half to three weeks after my initial diagnosis. And it was eight cycles, and I actually finished um, on Valentine's Day, which was oh, a that's treat. That's a great gift. Oh, that's a great gift. Yeah. Did they give you like a anything like for Valentine's Day? Um, they had some candy in the infusion suite, as they always do. But just because the nurses have been so great, and it was Valentine's Day, I actually um got some of the nurses who I got to know gifts. I got them um like a compact as well as a makeup bag I'm personalized oh, from Etsy. You're amazing. That's amazing. That's wow. That's really sweet Galentine's too. Oh yeah. How long are you in chemo? So it just actually concluded. Halfway through um the chemotherapy, um the oncologist as well as the surgeon um were able to measure the effects through um exams as well as an ultrasound and because i was actually having such a good response they decided to go with a less aggressive treatment of the eight cycle so every other friday um for uh, eight times in a row the first regimen was consisted of two drugs and then after that they switched to one drug which is normal protocol now if i didn't have such a great response then after the first four cycles 
they were going to do two more drugs for 12 weeks in a row. So I feel fortunate that I had such a good response and the chemo was able to um, be administered in eight cycles instead of 16 cycles. And how do you feel to like energy wise, et cetera? Generally pretty good after chemo. The pre-meds that they have these days are a lot better than what I've heard they <laughs> traditionally had even maybe five, 10 years ago. I can't speak to that. But generally a few days after the chemo, um, I would feel a little bit tired. The second drug gave me substantially more bone pain, but the more I walked around and active, um, it was less noticeable. But I was able to, you know, work throughout the whole thing. Um, and have, besides the chemo days, I've been able to, um, you know, pretty much have a normal schedule. That's a lot to handle because I feel like I do a lot on top of without having to deal with that. But does that kind of help you get your mind off of it a little bit? Um, yes, definitely. Um, keeping busy through physical activity, engaging in different activities, um, and you know, working full time takes my mind off of it and really um, gives me a sense of purpose and normalcy. But at the same time, um, you know, I have to give in sometimes and take more naps than usual and perhaps not engage as, in as many social activities yeah. as I normally would. Well, your body needs the rest too. And it's more important to have, since your body is fighting to sleep, that's what my uh, rheumatologist says, sleep is the best to, to fight too. Yeah, exactly. So it's good that you you know when your body's telling you to sit back. And so um, for, you mentioned work, uh, could you explain, you know, more about your, the company you work for? Sure. I actually um, work for cancer related organization, ASCO, um, which stands for the American Society of Clinical Oncology. And I need to say I am here representing myself tonight and not them. And my colleagues have been very supportive and understanding during this process. I've actually been with the organization almost 16 years, so it's been quite a while. Wow. I work in human resources and I'm a recruiter, um, so it's a pretty fast-paced, high-energy position. And I have the chance to engage with a lot of folks around the organization, which I really enjoy. Um, and besides taking off the chemo days, I haven't missed a day besides missing some chunks of individual days for doctor appointments. Yeah, it would be nice to, yeah, you get out of like your mind too, because you get to talk to people and, you know, keep busy. So that's well, nice. As I've mentioned before, it's winter. It's easy to kind of get those winter blues rather. So what's next for you? Um, so I'm actually, due to the type of cancer and the aggressiveness, um, I caught it early, which was good, um, stage one, two. However, since it popped up so fast, it was aggressive. Um, and they grade tumors, and I had grade three, which is the most aggressive. So I decided to have a bilateral mastectomy um, with immediate reconstruction surgery, which will start, and that will be in March. But my recent MRI that I had just a few weeks ago confirmed that the chemo shrank the tumor. Oh, that's so, awesome. Oh my gosh. So where it was undetectable, hallelujah. Um, and um, however, you know, once I have the surgery, um, they'll do what they call the brand biopsy. So that will tell the story if there is any um, residual um, cancer left. Um, depending upon pathology results, I might have to have more chemo which is systematic treatment, which treats the whole body and or radiation. Um, and I want to do whatever it takes so the breast cancer doesn't reoccur in my breast, which could be another primary tumor or um, even more scary spreading to the rest of the body um, and metastasizing. And uh, within that, you would uh, obviously get more um, checkups later on too after the results, obviously. 
this. Like they'll keep a good eye on you, like you said. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Um, From other um, friends I've talked to, they have more regular screening and so forth. Um, Because I am having the vasectomy, I won't have to have a mammogram again, but I'm sure there'll be other tests and um, different types of MRIs just um, due to the reconstruction. But um, from what I understand, for the next several years, I'll be having regular appointments with both the breast surgeon um, and the um, oncologist. And I'm fortunate that they work so well together. And, you know, when I was diagnosed, even before I went into my first appointment, they already had a plan in place. That's great. Yeah, that should make you feel good and supportive. And so you ha- you've had a good support circle. Yes, I did. Um, luckily, I've had friends go to um, all of my chemo sessions with Ooh. me. The infusion center is not the most fun place, but we've been able to order lunch, share stories, play games, um, share a few laughs, and it you know really makes a difference. And I know um, you know when I'm home for a month post recovery, but numerous friends offer to come over do cooking, cleaning. So I mean. I'd like to be independent, but at the same time, sometimes you need to give in and help your, um, let your friends and colleagues. Yeah, it's um, nice to have that. That's great. And you also were talking to people online too, right? Like having a support system, what they went through too. Yes, I've been involved with some in-person support groups, but also some different um, online um, private groups that I've been invited to. And it's nice to share tips, um, learn from others, but really be a support. Um, My friends and family have been a great support, but um, these women who I'm talking to, um, they can really empathize what it's like to go through to get, you know, to be waiting for results, how you're feeling after treatment. So even though I haven't met a lot of these folks, I feel like we're connected and, you know, we all have the same overarching goal to fight this cancer and get it out of us. Yeah. You now have, you're now bonded and everything. So do you have any advice for the listeners? Um, you know, when I reflect upon the last few months, I like to think of October not as the month that I found breast cancer and got diagnosed, but the month that really saved my life. Um, because I didn't ignore the symptoms. Um, my cancer, as mentioned, was aggressive, but caught early. And because of that, I have a good prognosis and outlook. For example, as I just shared, um, my MRI um, couldn't detect a cancer anymore. And this could have been different if I was diagnosed at a later time and waited till my next scheduled mammogram in June. Um, Something to keep in mind is that everyone has a different story and you can't compare your um, journey to someone else's or dwell on um, statistics. But if you feel something doesn't feel quite right, um, I highly encourage you to get it checked out. Um, And having a positive attitude in a support circle who's brightened each day And I'm thankful for the good things I have and that I've been able to carry on normally most days and also have a strong appetite. That's Um, always important. Yeah, I thought I was going to lose weight on this, but no, no, no. (laughs) Your body wanted to keep you strong. Yes. You wanted the food. Yes, yes. And I strongly encourage um, others, as mentioned, just to conduct those monthly self-exams because, um, you know, myself conducting one um, probably saved my life um, for years to come. Yeah, I completely believe in early detection. As I mentioned before, my mom's listening. Like she, she had cancer. It wasn't breast cancer, but she was able to find it early and catch it. And that is what I believe is the most important thing in just 
listen to your body, figure out it, and go and get checked out. And it is kind of scary. Um, it is a you know, it's a lot of information at once. Um, suddenly your life seems like it's being controlled by appointments, and there are the side effects which are scary. Um, from what I understand, a lot of people's first reaction is the hair loss. Well, yes, that is unfortunate, but hair grows back, and you know your life is so much more important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with even with the days that you don't feel well, there are other days that you feel almost like your old self. So I just cherish those times when I have the high energy with um, not overdoing it, but just letting people in because there are a lot of people who want to, um, you know, help you and everybody has different comfort levels. Some people might not be as comfortable about hospitals or, um, you know, might or visiting after surgery, but, ever, um, you know, but folks have different ways that they want to help. So I encourage you to let them in. Yeah, that's really amazing. And maybe your hair, like I feel everybody I know that have, that's gone through chemo, my grandmother, they have like really beautiful curly hair at the end of it. And even like if like, you know, like you even said with hair in general and stuff, you're saving your own life right. by mm -hmm. doing this. And that makes you even more strong of a person because you're not letting the cancer land actually fighting so hair is just one thing plus there's so many awesome wigs these days too with different colors so i mean that's a positive thing yeah too. you can change it up not every day you could change it up if you wanted to to make it but yes and i save time in the morning and save about 30 minutes oh, just putting on a wig or a little bit there you, go. you don't have to dry your hair see oh, see there's a positive outlook with that <laughs> yeah i actually did a treatment at my hospital to um, try to save my hair and um, whereas if I didn't use it, I probably would have lost 100%. I probably lost 80 to 90%. But from what I understand, because I did it, um, my hair will grow back quicker. And I was able to get a private room for chemo, which made yeah. it a little Ooh. bit easier to have um, guests and to spread out with pizza lunches. Oh, that's nice. Let's stop here so our listeners can subscribe. That way they can be notified of our next episode. They need to also like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now back to our show. Okay, Gail, now here's our segment where you get to tell people what you would like to tell them. I wanted to take the opportunity to share my journey and story with you today to encourage awareness and being familiar with your body. Getting checked out early could very well have made a difference in my prognosis and early detection is the key. Being diagnosed with cancer can be scary, but there are many resources and providers involved to guide patients throughout their journey, and you are not alone. Also, just because someone is diagnosed with cancer, you don't have to be defined by the disease. Throughout my time in treatment, I've continued to work regularly, drive, cook, engage in social engagements, and even continue to clean. We don't always choose our journeys or the paths to take, but I feel that if I can help others and provide information and hope, I'm surely making a difference. That is really amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story, coming on, and I'm hoping that this will prevent other people or like help so save can, a life. Yes, help save a life and you can find it. Thank you so much, Gail. We really appreciate it. And thank you for um, giving me the chance to tell my story. I really appreciate your time. Yes, I hate that you're still cleaning. I feel like that's something you should use as an excuse. Like, I can't clean. Like, <laughs> or she doesn't, she can do it. Yeah, no, I'm happy that you can do it. But, <laughs> no, that was great. 
Yes. Thank you so much. And we hope that you decide to come back on the show and, you know, be able to tell even more like a part two. Part two of your journey, maybe. Thank you. And maybe later this year after surgery. Yes. We, well, our season's probably going to end in May and then we'll start again in September. So Great. you can come back in October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Great. And I look forward to hearing more episodes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. What did you think of that episode? It was really informative and I am definitely going to uh, even, you know, check myself even more too. Even though I get checked obviously once a year, it's still better to listen to your body and Gail's story is just so she's such a strong person I know if I were her I would stop cleaning even though I know she takes pride in it but you gotta you gotta let people pamper you for a little right bit. although as you know like I'm a germaphobe so I probably would still be cleaning yep and I definitely I think it's good to also move around too and distract yourself too it's yeah. good to keep busy just like she uh, Gail told us and you know let your support system help you too don't shut them out either you know and right I think support systems are very important especially the one um she did uh, for a uh, breast cancer you know um group too that she talks the online to. yeah yeah exactly so have your friends and then even supporters that are going through the same yeah, thing exactly thank you <laughs> yeah so we want to make a few announcements now that it's the end of the episode and hopefully you've made it to the end we are going to take a little bit of spring break this is our 20th episode which we're extremely proud of 20th episode on 2020 oh yeah you're 2020 yeah so our next episode will air Thursday, April 2nd, and that will be with Ontario. And so he will, I don't even know what, we've not interviewed him yet, so I'm not sure what he's going to tell people yet. We will see. It's a surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise. We're going to find out on April 2nd, which is my best friend Abby's birthday. Ooh, Just want to put it out there. Happy birthday. Yeah. So she, you know, fooled everybody by not being born on April Fool's Day. Well, joke's on them. Yeah, so we're going to try to make it to 30 episodes, so that will take us to June 4th, and that will be the end of season one, and we have the majority of those episodes scheduled and filled with people recording. Yes, so thank you so much, guys. Uh, wow, I can't believe we are already getting to 20 on Thursday. I well, today, I Yeah, mean. today. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy our show, and if you have suggestions, just let us know. Facebook us, Instagram Twitter just to tell us what we need to do to improve so you can continue to listen. Yes. Thanks, guys. And we hope you have a happy International Women's Day. Yes. And month. No, I'm just kidding. It's Happy Women's Month. Yeah, National. Yes, National Women's Month. I had to do that. Yeah, so we're taking the whole month off so we can celebrate ourselves. Obviously, because women are amazing. Yeah, so have a happy St. Patrick's Day, too, because we won't be recording then. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, guys. What else are we missing? I don't know. All right. Oh, a pie day. Oh, yes. It's going to be pie day next weekend. Yeah, so happy pie day. Eat a lot of pie. Happy everything day. How about, yeah, happy let's celebrate life all the time days. Yeah, so all right. Hope you enjoy until April 2nd. Yay! And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.